Magneto Funky, number 140. It's Saturday, September 28th, 2019. Hey, Larry here. I think... I worked out the idiot-proof circuit schematic to run the Benitez power plant that's it's almost too simple. Uh, anyway, the eclectic tunes this week come from a day wandering the stacks at the free band directory site, dubunsignedbandweb.com. Ernest Hemingway once wrote, The world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. This is a dangerous group. The groups that we're dealing with now. Got that bit. Okay, that was Redemption by Rodney and Fatius Blinn, an outfit out of Brunswick, Maine, that loves to mess around with different styles of music, from acoustic to beats and even reggae. Uh, yep, there's no other info. Okay, anyway, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.htm and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in-grid theory. Uh, picking up where I left off last week. If I'm just going to use a power inverter as the front end of the Benitez 8 circuit, why fuss with the back-end components at all? Just replace that with an AC battery charger. Simple. Too simple, almost. Well, anyway, I dived into those particular weeds and discovered that, on paper, the setup looks good once three hurdles are cleared. Okay, one. The original circuit I found online goes battery to power inverter to AC battery charger and back to the same battery. <laughs> now, it's obvious to me that that's not going to work, but... The Benita schematic with a second battery being charged, I think it does make it work. Uh, and the small dummy load guarantees that the current out will always be less than current into the charging battery. Uh, hurdle two is making sure the AC charger is the right amp rating for the battery. Uh, apparently, 
a general rule of thumb when selecting a charger for a lead acid battery is to match the voltage like no 24 volt charger on a 12 volt battery and use one that is no more than 20 percent of the capacity rating of the battery at a 20 hour rate uh, let's see the example i found says to charge a 12 volt 7.5 amp hour battery select a charger with a maximum charge output of one and a half amps because 7.5 times 0 0.20 is 1.5 now my four amp hour batteries maximum charge output is 800 milliamps so the charger that i have is a 500 milliamp model for six and 12 volt batteries and since i already have a 160 watt inverter that i got for my laptop I should be able to just hook that up and get on with a power test, right? But hurdle three is that my power inverter is a modified sine wave model. And though many common AC appliances like the laptop can handle modified, an AC battery charger will either work really badly and get hot or it'll fry because it needs a pure sine wave that comes out of the wall outlet. And of course, pure sine wave inverters are more expensive. But luckily, it seems 300 watt pure sine wave models can be found for around 40 to 50 bucks. And I did see one listed at Alibaba for $12. <laughs> really? Well, plus, down the page in the specs, it clearly says in small print, Modified sine wave. <laughs> okay, uh, the remaining lab work I'll cover in a bit. All right, back to the stage. Continuing the eclectic mix with a threefer from Unsigned Band Web, uh, which is an ongoing site with fresh tunes submitted, but it just turns out the pieces I picked came from various charts, and some of those songs are up to five years old. Uh, anyway, first up, it's Silence 2014 by Demon Slave, one of a number of producers and DJs in a group called the Nias Consortium, or is that the Nias Consortium? Mm. Uh, next up, it's For Me by Boy Bry, a hip-hop artist down in Fort Worth. Uh, part of the group Two Sons in the Sky with a 2016 EP you can look for. Oh, and this one is briefly not work safe in the middle of the tune. And going to close the short set with Threnody by Exempt from Gravity, an experimental band in Aalborg, Denmark, a self-indulgent endeavor presenting pieces freely for like-minded souls. Oh, and this record was released May 10th last year.
Silence. Silence.
Hey, Geek Notes. Yeah, it's Saturday. New day, next phase of the impeachment barbecue. As Speaker Pelosi has taken over the damn grill and started serving the moo and oink. Uh, Meanwhile, brown children are still being tortured and raped in concentration camps. Brown soldiers and their families are still being robbed and deported and assassination plots are being hatched and funded for the top dozen or so spots on President Pussy Ass Bitch's public shit list. So no, I'm not celebrating anything yet. This is only the end of the beginning. Impeachment just means indictment. And it's going to get nasty and bloody from here on. And don't expect much more than concern trolling or sports play-by-play from most of the damn corporate media. As in, aside from a few opinion writers, the New York Times is no damn better than the Nazi channel in fluffing Orange Queenie. Anyway, uh, watch out for breathless fake news from bots, and let's just run a few dates. Okay, tomorrow, September 29th, is National Coffee Day. It's also VFW Day and National Gold Star Mother's Day. With a reminder that, yeah, before this asshole was selected by the Electoral College, P. Grabby did do what? Slandered Gold Star Mothers. Oh, September 30th is Rosh Hashanah, uh, National Chewing Gum Day, and National Love People Day. Okay, October the 1st is International Day of Older Persons, World Vegetarian Day, International Coffee Day, and National Hair Day. And we have an event, How to Take Back the Supreme Court. That'll be happening from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific at Manny's, uh, down the block at 3092 16th Street here in the city, or 16th and Valencia. The Supreme Court has lurched to the right. How can we take it back? Here to discuss are Kate Kendall, formerly from the National Center for Lesbian Rights, and Aaron Belkin from the Palm Center. Uh, They formed a new organization, Take Back the Court. Okay, moving on, October the 2nd is the International Day of Nonviolence, World Cerebral Palsy Day, National Walk to School Day, National Pumpkin Seed Day, and National Coffee with a Cop Day. October the 3rd is National Boyfriend Day and National Techies Day, though I like calling them spotters. And we have a second event, Remembering a Police Riot, the Castro Sweep of 1989. That'll be from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific at the GLBT Historical Society, 4127 18th Street, between Castro and Collingwood here in the city. On Friday, October 6, 1989, San Francisco police responded violently to a small peaceful act-up march protesting government neglect of people with AIDS. Nearly 200 cops, half of all those on duty, invaded the Castro district for more than three hours, beating activists and passers-by systematically sweeping all pedestrians from seven city blocks and placing thousands of businesses and homes under virtual house arrest. 
The Castro Suite remains the single most massive police attack on LGBTQ people and people with AIDS in the history of the city. To mark the 30th anniversary, a panel of veteran activists will recount their memories of the sweep and its aftermath and will discuss the evolution of relations between the SFPD and the LGBTQ community. October the 4th is World Animal Day, National Vodka Day, National Taco Day, and National Body Language Day. Vodka, tacos, and body language. <laughs> I can see a holiday party on that. Uh, okay, October the 5th is Astronomy Day, World Teachers Day, National Get Funky Day, National Do Something Nice Day, and National Apple Betty Day. And we have one final event. What White People Don't See, Applying the Lens of Privilege. That'll be from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific at Movement Strategy Center, 436 14th Street in Oakland. This workshop offers those who are new to racial justice work an opportunity to reflect on and analyze the role that whiteness has played in their lives. Through individual, small group, and whole group activities, participants will be invited to reframe racism as a system rather than a product of individuals who are good or bad uh, reflect on how their own racial identity has influenced their experiences in the world and create a plan for taking at least one action in their own lives to deepen their commitment to racial justice. Cool. If you have promos, pluggers, gig info, or not opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com and bands, artists, and poets Download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in-grid practice. Yeah, I decided at the end not to screw with my magnetically quenched spark gap. So I just separated those project boards. Uh, cut the wires from the bridge rectifier, remove the breadboard circuits from the big board, move the power switch over, yada yada. Now here I gotta give a disclaimer to the cover pick for this episode. If you're playing along at home in your own mad scientist lab, please do not put power to this setup with a modified sine wave inverter. It's an obvious mock-up as a visual aid. Of course, if you have a spare AC battery charger, be my guest. But personally, I don't like the magic blue smoke. Uh, anyway, to make damn sure of my components, I double-checked the data sheets for my inverter and AC charger. Uh, the inverter sheet says it's a simulated sine wave model, but you know that's like calling Nagahide Mercedes leather. And nowhere 
did the charger sheet explicitly say modified wave is okay? So much for that. Uh, I could put the thing on the oscilloscope just to be sure, because that term simulated, I've discovered, has been going around in different sales copy. Now, a more expensive option is to get a 12 volt DC to DC battery charger. I mean, as in much more expensive. But recently, the solar company Renogy has come out with a 20 amp and a 40 amp DC to DC charger starting around 120 bucks. Not bad. Uh, I did go to the auto store for a few 5 amp fuses because for this circuit, I'm not using a regular 10 amp fuse. The store didn't have any pure sine wave inverters, but I don't expect to get a deal in town anyway. Uh, I've decided I'm going to use a bus bar for the common ground, and I did find a twist on the whole dummy load idea. The free energy community has apparently been kicking this method around the last few years, some using a split the positive connection to the power inverter, as in the B battery positive connected to the inverter negative. No dummy load, no line to common ground. Interesting. Okay, for this week's One More Tune, we close out with The DeLorean by Papa Neptune, a bunch of Iowa boys trying to make a little acid jazz to bring back the old school with a little bit of new school. Uh, they're found at Facebook, Reverb Nation, and SoundCloud. And the most recent date I saw goes back to 2015. sending your nations monthly. It's got to be monthly. We've got to keep this network on the air. We've got to do it now. We need it monthly. Please be generous. God bless each one of you. Thank you for all that you've done for us in the past. You have shown your love. God bless.
well. Okay. Hey, this show is a 1223 Studios joint. I'm on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Internet Archive, Player FM, Listen Notes, Podknife, and Mixcloud. Show notes are on the pod pages. Send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the show, tell your friends. And by this time next year, as the election season will be in high fever pitch, I hope I can only count on one hand the number of political campaign shootings and assassination attempts committed by a goddamn red hat snowflake. Show themes, Rocket Power and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for Friday, October 4th. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.